everybody and welcome to the Vittles and Vitals podcast where we talk about important stuff and how that stuff connects to food because everything connects to food. I'm Jay Reed, I'm the father. And I'm Jacob Reed, the son, and we're your hosts. So Jacob and I are, for the first time in a long time, we are in the same room facing each other. We are not actually in the studio. We had to move out of the the uh, studio closet, mm-hmm. uh, whatever uh, because and, of the special nature of this episode. And that is part of the reason why our audio is not going to be as high of quality. We had some technical difficulties, so we were trying so hard to get this out to y'all. This is recorded on your local iPhone. Right, so we uh, apologize for any quality issues, but uh wanted to get this out and we'll deal with the other uh, problems in the meantime. So anyway, so tonight... Um, we went out as a family. All our family's here. Lauren's here. Lindsay's here. Jacob's here. And uh, we just got back from vacation and decided to go to our local yogurt place tonight. And what we noticed there was this. like a, like a I guess like most yogurt places these days, you go and um, there's, what, 10, at least 10 flavors of yogurt. At least. And if you do the if you count the twists in between, that brings it up to at least 15 options. Yeah. And then you also have, uh, gosh, what is it? About 10 dry toppings, about 10 wet toppings. and Six then different types of candies to put on top of it as well. On top of that, and you've got about... A dozen syrups. Yeah, at least, yeah. So you've got all this stuff to choose from, and that's what we're going to talk about today. How many choices? Because it's hard for me. When I go in there, I'm like, okay, do I want, like tonight I got lemon. So you can't just put Oreos on or lemon. peanut butter cups yep. on lemon, um, but you could put Fruity Pebbles on there and they're delicious. Oh. Whereas with the chocolate or something else, like even mint chocolate chip sounded like a delicious flavor, but you I'm not going to put Fruity Pebbles. a bullet on that one. It was, it was <laughs> not, not the best choice for me, I will say. It was not my favorite. Yeah, so there's just so many choices. Sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad. And this has been something that's on my mind, been on my mind lately. And I wanted to kind of throw it out there as a topic. So the the number of choices that we have Mm -hmm. as, you know, as people living in 2021. Yeah, I know. um, Is it good? Is it bad? Does it help? Does it hurt? You know, what, uh, how does it affect our lives? Yeah, no, I mean... It's easy to see you just looking across the board everywhere that there are thousands and thousands of choices that we're interacted every day to the point of you wake up and this is bad for me to say, but it's do I want to open up Twitter? Do I want to open up Facebook or do I want to open up Instagram? If you want to have a good day, you probably shouldn't open up any of them. That's, yes. That's what I've learned. Yes. But, uh, but yeah, and there's even more come. I mean... Other things have come around oh, yeah. in that same same genre, and for me, it's been. I mean, I'm you know we're we'll we'll get to the food part the the vittles later, but I did a search tonight just for point of reference, and I googled um, cake recipes. Yeah, six hundred and eighty four million different sites or hits or whatever yeah. on Google for cake recipes, and then I thought about well, I've got. I forgot how many I counted. We talked about this one time on another episode about how many cookbooks mm-hmm. I own. And it's, you know... It's dozens. More, way beyond dozens. 
And, you know, there's plenty of cake recipes in there. Even a lot, you could say. But I still will go to Google a lot of times. And with you, what you were saying, you didn't even specify what kind of cake you wanted. You just said cake recipes. So you're looking at, was it a chocolate cake? Is it a carrot cake? Is it a red velvet cake? Is it a cheesecake? Like, there are so many different cakes that you don't even... You just search cake recipes. You have to choose what type of cake, not even the recipe. And and lunch today, we went to our favorite Mexican restaurant. Ah, uh, yes. And one of the first things that Lindsay noticed was the the menu was different from when y'all had been here last. Yeah. And primarily the menu was different in that it was much shorter. It was like a page, maybe two pages. The lunch menu was a page. The other menu was two pages, like the regular menu. And, you know, even that restaurant has never had quite as many as a lot of Mexican restaurants. We were in uh, Maine this past week in New Hampshire and ate at a Mexican restaurant, like you do when you're in New Hampshire. Of course. And there's... It was one of the traditional five, six, seven pages. It's a small booklet, you know? Yeah. There was, you know, only six ingredients, but seven pages of combinations of those six ingredients. Oh, yeah. Always, always. <laughs> so choices just can blow you away. And I read, I, I thought about when we first came back, we'd been living overseas for three or four years, and we lived in a place where, you know, there were grocery stores. Uh, there were, you know, we didn't have anything like Walmart, but there were mart, markets that had stuff. Mm-hmm. But the, the number of choices, even going from one, like if you went to the, what you might call the craft area, the, the finer arts where the, yeah. um, in the, in the open market where things were sold, you still had the same things, you know, somebody else different making it, um, yeah. that kind of thing, but it was the same stuff. So we come back to America and go to Walmart for the first time and you and Lauren especially were just overwhelmed of course. with stuff. And so was I, even though I had grown up with it knew about it, I had gotten used to the fact that, you know, if I wasn't going to have a a lot of choice in sodas. Yeah. You know, we had something called Canada Dry. You know, you know it as ginger ale over there. It was Mm -hmm. Coke. It was red. It was, we didn't even have ginger ale. We had about four flavors of soda. And that was about it. Coke had four flavors. Pepsi had four flavors. Canada had four flavors. And that was pretty much it. You just rolled with it. You didn't have a lot of choice. And then you come back here and, and now think, I mean, just think of how many different waters you can choose from just the still water just the still water and then we started i was t- t- jacob and i were talking earlier um my wife and uh, his mother used to really like perrier way back in the day and i couldn't couldn't stand it back in the day that's a side note but <laughs> but pretty much there was plain perrier and they had lime and lemon flavored and that uh-huh. was it now you've got a croix and we've done a podcast on that you've got bubbly you've got Every uh-huh, store brand has their own, and Pure you've got Via, if you're Waterloo, Aldi. all these things. So now, just just to choose water is hard on the brain. An adventure, yeah. And I was reading this article about uh, retirement plans, and this is just an interesting statistic. You know, we're talking about something vital here. Is um, you know, for a, if an employer offers three or four, maybe even ten different options for your retirement investments, then you know, you have to make a choice, but one particular one made like a like offered their employees 156 or some crazy number of different re- retirement plan options, which Sheesh. which gives you the power to choose. It gives you the power to control, and that's what one article I read said that you know that was the reason choices were were good. Yeah, was because it gave you the feeling of control, um, but 
the flip side of that, another article, another, um, but more, more or less based on a book by a guy named Schwartz called The Paradox of Choice is that with retirement plans, for example, there's a statistic that for every 10 more plans offered, you get 2% less participation. So you basically what you've got is people who could get retirement money matched. You know, Interesting. A number, uh, so much percentage and choose not to even participate because it's just so overwhelming to choose a plan. Yeah. They're, they're giving away free money. They're letting free money pass them by with the matching just because they're you know, overwhelmed by choices. Yeah, it is, it's, it's nuts. Yeah. I mean, earlier today we were, we were discussing, um, even like things like Aldi, um, and what was the other one? Tesco or Harris Teeter or Kroger, whatever your, your favorite local one is. Um, and as you were talking about the power of choice at Aldi, you have much less choice. You know, you don't have 15 types of black beans. You have one type of black bean. You don't have 13 brands of corn. You have one. You have corn. (laughs) Yeah, and the example I read was some, like Tesco or somebody like that, had a a 26 different kinds of ketchup, and Aldi had one kind and And one size. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, it it takes a load off of your choice when you go shop at Aldi, because, you know, you go and you have your list and you know you'll get the exact item that you need and then your shopping trips are done right and by and by the way we're not being sponsored by Aldi this is just a, a really good example of what we're talking about as a poor seminary student i love Aldi just an aside yeah and something else that that i've talked about a lot and uh with some of my buddies is like the streaming services oh, you know, gosh. it used to be Netflix DVD period, right? But they, yeah. they competed with Blockbuster or whatever, you know, the, the antique store. Um, in other words, and then when they got into streaming, I mean, net, that was kind of like the only streaming service. Yeah, and everybody had it. And everybody had it, and everybody, I mean, everybody's who had content, you know, had wanted, content to, on wanted it. to be there. So now, all of a sudden, okay, well, D- Disney Plus comes along, and they start pulling their Star Wars, and they start pulling the Marvel off. Mm-hmm. And, you know, after their contracts were fulfilled or whatever... Then all of a sudden, if you wanted to watch Ant Man or whatever, you got to get Disney Plus. You got to get Disney Plus, and then all of a sudden, there's the Peacock Network, and no more Friends on. And I don't know about the Office, but I think the Office may be off too. Yeah, and, Office got pulled because there's what Paramount Plus now, which is used uh-huh. to be CBS All Access, and you know it's reached the point where you have to be selective in what streaming services you had because otherwise you're going to be paying a lot of money out of pocket for all of them. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be honest, I just, I've sat on Netflix for a while ever since I finished one of the shows that I wanted to watch on it. Right. And then you just start watching on another streaming service. You just have like s- platforms just sitting there yeah. not being used. So we talk a lot about like cutting the cord for cable and how streaming services have, you know, give us more of what we actually watch. But then as the streaming services divide and conquer, so to speak, yeah. then you end up paying for five different streaming services instead of one cable, and you maybe you're paying more. But you don't have ads, so, you know. That's true. It's good to think about that. That's true. Because cable, you still pay, but you still have ads. Just welcome to my TED Talk. Good, <laughs> good point, good point. So in, in this book, The Paradox of Choice, he said, because obviously the internet, is a huge thing. I yeah. Mean, I don't know if you've 
just going to Amazon and if you go and you kind of know what you're looking for, just to make a comparison, it's, it's one thing. But if you go in and say, I need a, like I was looking for a, a clip on shelf for the, for a bed the other day. So we'll do a, an experiment right here and okay. right now. Live. Give me a random object, dad. Any, any end under the sun. Lamp. All right. So I'm on Amazon, just search lamp and I wish they gave you a list of things, but I mean, you can scroll on. Do you want a table side lamp? Do you want a floor lamp? Do you want LED? Do you want a remote control? I mean, you could just go here. Do you want prime or non prime? Mm -hmm. And you could just spend hours just scrolling through different lamps. Do you want USB charging? Built into the base of your lamp. Do you want modern? Do you want traditional? Right. I mean, you can spend hours. And that's just Amazon. Yeah. So he, what he said was the internet has caused a problem that it's now trying to solve. Isn't so, that what the internet just does all the time, though? It's just causing problems to try to fix them. Yeah. You see, and I'm, I, I want to say that I like choice. I do. You know, if I go to a restaurant, I mean, that's kind of my big thing. Yeah. I want to have choice. I don't. Like there's a there's a local restaurant here I went to the other day, and I was kind of disappointed because the the brunch menu was was very small, mm-hmm. and even though I enjoyed what I got and there's other things on that menu menu that I'd like to try, I just kind of felt like it was a little bit too short. Yeah, I mean because we were we were talking about a buffet where you could go and choose stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean I I I love a good buffet with a lot of choices. I yeah. love a good potluck where, uh, but. Here's here's the flip side there. We had a really super good potluck, like better than average potluck at 4th of July at our church the other day, a um, um, month ago, whenever I was going to record this. And, you know, I just ended up eating too much. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it was too much, too much choice in a way. But generally speaking, I like to have options, but there reaches a point where the options... Become if overwhelming. Too many, it's just really overwhelming. That's why I don't like to shop in general. Yeah. Um. I, the other, we were just came back from vacation. I had been shopping several hours the day before. Now your mom, she she digs the shopping. She she, she shops until shopping. she drops. Yeah. I I just drop. So the next day we came back to do a little more shopping, and you know we still had areas we hadn't explored in uh, this little town of Bar Harbor, Maine, and. But I decided I want to go to a museum. So oh, yeah. I paid for about 30 or 45 minutes in a museum that really needed, you know, a good hour and a half or two hours for me to fully embrace it. Um, but I chose that because I was so overwhelmed shopping. with the shopping, oh, yeah. with the choices. and you Been know. there, done that. And then there's this whole thing, you've probably heard of FOMO, fear of missing out, right? Mm-hmm. So the same guy, I can't remember the guy's name, but the same guy that more or less coined that term of FOMO has now come out with something called FOBO, which is fear of better options. It makes sense, though. So that's just a whole other level of choosing and what happens if you uh, make the choice and then find out that you could have made a better choice. Mm -hmm. And that's like, that. I was totally in the middle of that without knowing the the acronym for it. Yeah. We were in, in Maine. I wanted to eat all the lobster. I wanted to have all these different kinds of lobster rolls, and I was scared to death. That's a little bit of an exaggeration, but I was I was scared that I'm going to choose this lobster roll in this restaurant, and I'm going to miss out 
on the better, better lobster. lobster roll next door. Yeah, that I didn't know about, mm-hmm. and I. But I mean, we we ate very well. But enjoy the lobster roll for what it is. I did, I did, and that and that's the kind of thing I, um, you know, I I, I do struggle with that, mm-hmm. and I do want choices, but sometimes, like we went to one place, they had lobster. Yeah, you can get lobster, you can get a lobster roll, they had clam chowder, but aside from that, they really didn't have a lot of other options, and I was okay with that. Yeah, you know, when I knew that, it, it kind of helped me to, you know, the the biggest choice was do I want a one and a half pound lobster or a two pound lobster? You know, that was kind of the choice, and, and that's a good lo- option to have. For and that sure. was a uh, financial choice right there. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. But speaking of areas that have insane amount of options. The world of candy is one to see. Because you go, every time you're checking out, you look, and lo and behold, there's a new version of a Kit Kat. There's a new version of Reese's. There's a different flavor of M&M. There are different types of gum. You want Spearmint. Do you want Wintermint? I don't know the difference between the two. There's apparently one. But you look everywhere, and there are choices that come with that. So, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time ever on Vittles and Vitals, we are going to do a live taste test of a variety of Reese's, a variety of Kit Kats, as well as um, derivatives of a Crunch Bar. Um, so we are trying these so you don't have to, but we highly encourage you to try them anyway. And this is, we're, we're going to um, use the scratch and sniff technology, so if you just scratch your uh, whatever player you're, uh, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> you're listening to this, then you may or may not uh, be able to smell or taste what we're having so don't hold me to that so what what prompted this we'll start uh we'll start with the Reese's Reese's. because this is kind of what prompted my my thought process process of this I'm going through the the organic section of our grocery store and there was an organic Reese's and so I was like do you think that organic Reese's actually taste any different than the regular Reese's so We'll taste the uh, organic. Oh, you want to start with the regular Reese's as kind of a, a baseline? Because I yeah, feel like that's a good idea. most of our listeners will know what a, a basic Reese's is like. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you choose to pause this episode and try this at home, uh, we recommend a wet and dry paper towel because your hands will get greasy. So Okay, so that's the regular Reese's. Classic flavor. Everybody knows what it is. Yeah, and, and we don't have to talk about the fact that it's not... You know, maybe the super finest chocolate ever. It's not the super finest peanut butter, but it's Reese's and we love it. And it's the perfect ratio of that that chocolate and that peanut butter. That's right. So now the... uh, Picking up the organic. The organic. Actually, I have to take a little sip of water to uh, cleanse the palate. So not that too much silence. We're into the organic now. If anything... The chocolate is a little smoother to me. Mm-hmm. And the peanut butter, you know how the Reese's, the regular Reese's is almost a little grainy? Mm-hmm. It's smoother peanut butter as well, I would say. It's very different. I'm surprised. Yeah. No, I'm... It's not better. No. But it's different. You can you can tell that... <coughs> Sorry. I got the coffee <laughs> cough. Um, chocolate coughs. But you can assume that the organic is more expensive. It's also got more calories per serving, 230 versus 210, which doesn't matter, matter in this case. But but yeah, it's a much smoother chocolate and peanut butter. It feels butter, which, like it's of a, a higher quality. 
Or what somebody would label as a higher quality. Yeah. Cool. Right, so the only other Reese's we have is the Peanut Butter Lovers. And I've seen different ones of these, so I want to clarify. This is the Ultimate Peanut Butter Lovers, which is peanut butter in the, on the inside and peanut butter on the outside. There's no chocolate whatsoever. Well, it tastes like Reese's Peanut Butter. It's just straight up Reese's Peanut Butter mm -hmm. in a cup form. It's good, but I think the chocolate... I like it. I like it, but I think the chocolate still adds a layer of complexity to it. This is just, you know. Yeah, but for what it is, it's pretty good. But but yeah. I don't think I can, like, I can I can chomp on. If I get a bag of Reese's Miniatures, I can just, I can plow through them. This, I, I don't think I would plow through. No, I don't think. But but it's good. All right, so the uh, moving on to the Crunch Bars. Right, so we have a regular Nestle's Crunch, just, you know, standard... Uh, chocolate with the with the rice crispy things in them. I always chuckle when I eat a crunch bar, and those at home, hopefully, y'all know what I mean. This is like ASMR, right? Crunch, crunch. Yeah, but a crunch bar never seems to melt properly in my mouth. You know what I mean? It kind of globs up in your mouth. It doesn't. It, you know, with like the cheap chocolates, mm -hmm. it kind of doesn't melt correctly in your mouth. Right. That's always a crunch bar for me. I'm not a huge crunch bar fan. Uh, maybe that's because of the rice things but I think so what it, we have here to go along with it is the this is from post well it's from frankfurt chocolates or something like that but it's cocoa pebbles in a milk chocolate candy bar so it's like the same thing but instead of regular rice it's cocoa rice it's almost like a buttery taste to this it's not as crunchy either not at all it's like they ground up the cocoa pebbles mm. i'm going to say Chocolate's not as good either. Not a fan of, really, I'm not a huge Crunch Bar fan to begin with, but I'm not a fan of either one of these. No, but I will say, I didn't bring this today because it didn't necessarily fit what we were doing, but I have had the same brand. They had a white chocolate bar with fruity pebbles in it, and that I did enjoy. I feel like that could be I good did enjoy. for sure. All right, so here's the here's the king of a variety, and so let me talk about this just for a second. Kit Kats are a universal candy. Like when we lived in Yemen, you could get a Kit Kat. Yeah. And you could get two or three copycats, no pun intended, um, of the Kit Kat as well. So the just the whole idea behind a Kit Kat. Pardon? Sorry, I'm those at home I'm <laughs> motioning him trying to I drank my water already because of all this chocolate. I was wondering oh, if I, I could get you. a Yeah, we're gonna I'm gonna share a, a little here. water. So if you're Thank into you. ASMR, maybe you can hear the bubbling. Um, so with the Kit Kat, you know, it, it's universally loved and even, okay. So in America, like today I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven different flavors of Kit Kat right here in front of us tonight. And I can look and see we're missing the dark. We're, um, gosh, there's, there's probably others that I've forgotten about. Um, uh, right now we're sort of in a Kit Kat world. There's a lot of different flavors available. They seem to stick around a little longer, but there are definitely some like the birthday cake. I don't have the birthday cake and it's been around fairly recently. Mm -hmm. um, but in Japan, they're everywhere. I read there was something like, or there has been 300 plus flavors of Kit Kat over time. Oh, I don't doubt that. They... In Japan. And I think you told me you can, there's, there's certain stores where you can develop your own flavor. Yeah. You make... go and they have like trained Kit Kat connoisseurs or craftsmen or whatever mm -hmm. you want to call them and they teach you how to make your own Kit Kats 
Oh, goodness. And you get to choose your flavors, your fillings, the whole thing. And you make little Kit Kats for yourself. Good grief. So I've got a friend, uh, Ivan Diaz, who moved to Japan a few years ago. And he and I were talking about this. And so every now and then, I'll get a, a Facebook message from him with a fancy new flavor of Kit Kat that he has found. And I even found, I went to a to an Asian grocery store a few years ago and had like a matcha flavored Kit Kat. And there was another I one too, I don't know if you remember. Wasn't there like a like a potato, not potato, um... It was a pretty red bizarre. bean. I think we had a there, red bean. There one. is a red bean one. I don't know if we had that one, but I I'm know. I'm pretty sure I've had the red bean one. So anyway, just there, all these weird flavors. And I looked. I started to order us a bag, but one of the things is you couldn't tell. Uh, it was all in Japanese. You couldn't exactly tell what flavor oh, it yeah. was, you know, from the picture. So I decided just to go with what we have. So, so we'll start tonight with just the plain. Baseline. You keep reaching over to I'm grab the, the Kit Kat closer to me. <laughs> I wanted the smaller piece. The Kit Kat, a classic flavor, filling made out of old Kit Kats. Great time. What? <laughs> no, the little wafer sections are like if they have messed up Kit Kats, mm -hmm. they just go into the next batch. They like grind them up to put them in the filling. That's a little known trivia. I didn't know Reduce, that. Reduce, reuse, recycle. Okay, regular Kit Kat. People at home. You know what it is. So right. I think we should do the white so next. So Kit Kats are good. Okay, so white chocolate. You know, everything, everybody's got the white chocolate. Twix. Snick, I mean, everybody's got white chocolate versions. Now. With a little white cream. Now, I'm a fan of white chocolate versions of things, so I like this. I don't know. It seems a little bit more bland. What White chocolate is not as sweet. Or not Please. as... This one just seems a little bland to me. So. It is, and again, it, it's... It's kind of like the peanut butter Reese's, the fully on, the full on peanut butter Reese's. Mm -hmm. is, it's almost a little bit too much sameness. Yeah. But I do like it. Not bad. Should we go to the apple pie next? To the apple pie, we'll start digging the fruit. Now that's tasty right there. An apple pie flavored white cream. I guess that's the only apple pie thing. So it's got that that cinnamon there, mm -hmm. you know, good with apple pie, a little bit of an apple. I mean, you can tell it's artificial, but I mean, it is a Kit Kat, so you know. But I I like it. It's like a. It's pretty good. But that I mean, cinnamon it does it does emote really you know evoke the whole apple pie. Oh yeah. Um, I guess scene for lack of a better word. Yes. So that one is. Uh, I would eat more of that. We'll save that one for last. So we'll yes. jump back into the chocolate. Mode with the Kit Kat Duo, um, the mocha, mocha chocolate. chocolate. Now, I've had this one before and I really like this one. It's got that espresso mm -hmm. chocolate covered espresso feel to it. Mm -hmm. You can really taste the coffee here mm -hmm. for sure. It's it's not a it's not just underneath, it's, it's really strong. Because if you look at the bar itself, it looks like they like ground up like mm -hmm. roasted coffee beans and they like put it in the the chocolate yeah. itself, so. I don't know if they did or not. Well, it says coffee bits. I think it's got. Mocha ground cream up. with coffee bits. I think it's got either like coffee soaked something or coffee, little bits of coffee in it, so. Yeah, that, that that's a good one though. I do like that one. Mm -hmm. So we morph into the. Uh, Let's go to the key lime pie. So back into the fruit realm. I'm going to take a little sip here. Pardon us as we. No, this one cleanse is. Cleanse our palates. This one is a violent green. <laughs> I wouldn't call it violent. Yeah, that's a key lime pie. I mean, they nailed that flavor profile. 
this has been one of my favorites of the recent uh, new flavor mm -hmm. burst. I mean, it really does like kind of have the feel of like a spring day. You know, you're out with the family. <laughs> Grabbing out a with slice the family of with a piece of key lime pie in yeah. your pocket. Yeah, you know, just walking out with a piece of key lime pie. I mean, so. it, it's 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 low key, but it's good. That that that's definitely one of my favorites. All right, so now back into the chocolate family. Is this the mint with the uh, dark chocolate? Mint dark chocolate duo. It reminds me of a thin mint. Hmm. Would be a good way to describe that flavor. Because you do have a crunch with a thin mint. Yeah. So those. But at it's home, more. Um, I don't know. That tastes a just thin like mint a thin, is, thin mint to me. Well, to me, a thin mint has is more chocolate forward. This is a little bit more mint forward than a thin mint. Maybe a York peppermint patty as well. I think it would be a good. It's. It, I'm gonna say it's in between those. In between. Because a peppermint patty, a York is more mint forward. I think. Yeah. This is just kind of in between. The mint is mild, but but it's very much there. Yeah, I enjoy it. All right, so each one of the ones that we've tried so far, I've had before. I'm about to take a bite of something that's the brand newest, as we record, the brand newest flavor, the brandest new. I don't know what the... We need Lindsay here to correct I know. English. Well, this one, because he won't quite get to it, is called the Fruity Cereal. So I've had this one before, and I enjoy it a lot. I think it's very good. So, Dad, what are your thoughts? Well, I... Right now in the food world, the fruity cereal sort of flavor is like the thing. That's mm -hmm. the big thing. It's the the fruity cereal is the new bacon. Oh yeah, the new maple bacon, which would be a great Kit Kat flavor, by the way. I bet it's been done somewhere Probably. sometime. So it appears to have bits of fruity cereal. We all know what it is, and we're not saying it. I guess. Um, Actually, he's got a picture of Fruit Loops on there. It's not Fruity Pebbles on the picture. Yeah, yeah, it's got a Fruit Loop. But, you know, Fruit Loop, Fruity Pebbles. It's pretty much all the same yeah, flavor. Everything tastes the same. So, um, the sort of aftertaste is like fake fruit. Yeah. But it definitely evokes the The, the whole second fruity you put it in, you're you know. like, this is, this is Fruity Pebbles and milk. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to enjoy the rest of this one. And I probably, know you are couple more that you brought yeah i bought a pack of 12 so we got plenty of them so gosh now all right ladies and gentlemen you know what those drum beats mean and the reason why we got caught off in the middle of that conversation is because we're not doing our flavorites like we've done in the past. Our flavorites this week are going to be our favorite of the Kit Kats that we tried. Mm. So, Dad... Are you just picking one or are we going to do it like a 3-2, first, second, third? I think we're just going to do... Just the one. Give me your top two then. Okay. And then rank them one and two. Okay, so number two I'm going to say is the apple pie. Okay, good choice. I like the just the uniqueness of it. Um, it is sort of a white chocolate base, which I like. Um, and so, yeah, I'm I'm thinking that the apple pie um, is my number two. What what's your number three? Uh, so for my number two, I am going to go with the fruity cereal. 
Okay. So I'm a big fan of the fruity cereal. Um, every time I get to have it, it just invokes childhood. And I just am really behind that trend. And I think it's going to stick around for a while because I think a lot of people have that that experience with the fruity cereals as a kid. So I'm going to put the fruity cereal at my number two. What's your number one? Well, I'm staying in that same genre. I'm going with the key lime pie as the number one. Really? I really thought the fruity cereal was going to go for the number one spot for you. I like it, but it's it's almost... I hate to say it, but it's almost too much. Now, I'm going to enjoy the rest of the bite that I didn't take, and I'm probably <laughs> going to snag a couple more from you before you leave town. But, um, you know, I enjoyed it, but the key lime pie just, I don't know, there's something that's just calming about it. There's just a good Southern Boy <laughs> flavor to it. I guess. Yeah. yeah. So, for my number one, I am going to go with the coffee, or the mocha, or the coffee and chocolate. I don't know how you call it. I am... Thought you might. am a huge fan of coffee, just in general... Uh, but I also love chocolate-covered espresso beans, and I feel like that is the the poor man's version of a, a chocolate-covered espresso bean, because um, it just has that it just has that flavor profile. So you know, you take a bite of it; it's got that crunch a little bit, not as aggressive as an espresso bean. Um, so the crunch like, without the the grit, yeah, of the espresso of yes. the coffee. Bean. So I will say I like that is my favorite on that one. All right. So just for the fun of it, um, Reese's. Oh gosh, I think uh, I think a classic Reese's is gonna still take the cake for me. I, of these I, three, yes. For of sure. those three, I think they were all good, and I will, if you know, they're handed to me, I will enjoy them immensely. But I still think the classic is good. Uh, I'm not even gonna rate the crunch or the cocoa bar. Yeah, I think you've already pretty much expressed your opinion on yep, that. Not good enough for me. The best one of those of those is the one we don't have tonight, which yep. is the white chocolate with the. Uh, Fruity cereal. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, actually, it is actually Fruity Pebbles yeah. in that because it's got Fred Flintstone on the package, so we can. it's legit. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this and think others might enjoy it too, please share, please rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you may have found us, and they are legion. And I'm going to add a little special note. If you have a favorite Kit Kat flavor and are listening and would like to let us know about that, send us, shoot us a DM through... Uh, Instagram or Facebook. We are on the World Wide Interweb at Vital Vital Pod on Instagram and Twitter. We are Vital and Vitals Podcast on Facebook, and we'd love to hear from you, whether it's your favorite Kit Kat flavor, your favorite Reese's flavor. Maybe there's something that's come out in your part of the world that we haven't had yet, and we do. You know, we'll, we'll certainly send you our uh, address mm-hmm. if you want us to try something else that you have found in your area. And so that's kind of the same as if you have a subject you'd like us to cover or a Kit Kat you'd like us to taste, then shoot us a DM. And remember, if it's vital, look for the vittles.